The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, and Newey Scruggs. Monday, October 25. You are in the SWBC Mortgage Podcast Studios here at the Star. It is time for the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Hotels.com. Number 42, the Toledo Rocket, Barry Church in the yep, building. the original. The LSU Tiger, the <laughs> ultimate survivor, cast member of the season 41. You catch every Wednesday at 7 o'clock on CBS. He is Danny yes. Craig. Another week. Another week. Another week you in there, man. <laughs> Another week. I you am Dewey there. Scruggs. So we haven't had an opportunity to talk about uh, – on on the show because we had a little mix up on, mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, and we were off Thursday, Friday, so we haven't had a chance to talk about how you made it through. Made it, made it through, man. Another dub, another uh, another it dub for the good guys. You know, we, uh, I didn't do much. <laughs> I just tried to sit back and, and see who else could finish the challenge. But yeah, we made it through another one, and this week should be very interesting. If anybody uh, saw the previews, it's, yeah, it it's should gonna be. be. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those uh, one of those episodes. So so tune in and. Uh, yeah, I got a question uh, to ask. You, 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 um, you were on the island. What, what's her name? Shan, 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 the one that's getting everybody. Shan, yeah, Shan. The, yeah. Is, she, is she that believable, or like, or people just that? Just oh, that she got my back. Because I feel like everybody's just like, yes, Shan is, and then she just steady just hits you with a backstab, hits you with a backstab. Like, well, so we're we're all still on our same on our own tribes at this point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I don't, I'm not really sure why okay. people are right. believing. Um, because right. I mean, it just to me, I, it's so it's so blatantly obvious that she's she's up to something, well, and they all just like, you well, know listen, what, Shan got my back. That, that's the that's the see that's the greatest part about it though, right? Because you as a former NFL player mm-hmm. know the inner workings of the locker room and how defenses are called and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But people who are watching are like, why the hell are they doing this? Or yeah. why are they doing that? And we in the locker room like, they have no idea what's going on. That's true. And that's the same thing. Those people saying, hey, man, I've been around this person for 24 hours a day for 11 days. Mm-hmm. And, what, and they get to chop it up into, what, 20, 22 minutes for, for them to get that portion? Yeah. So we see 22 minutes of whatever, 20, mm-hmm. 20, right. 24 hours times 10. So it's a lot more that's going into those conversations that, that makes her a little okay. bit more believable to. to Cause every, it seemed like, but first of all, JD was the ultimate sucker out there. Just, <laughs> oh, yes, you can sure. have my idol. Yeah, I, yes. I trust you. And then uh, I forget homegirl that was just voted off. Started with oh, Jeannie. 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 Yeah, she, but she was kind of already, you know what I mean? She was messed up because it was already two on one from the jump. And then, you know, Richard, man bun, whatever his name is, tried to throw his little two cents in there saying, no, we should get her out. You know, we should both team together. Like, come on. I will say it's this. A, it's a wrap. I, I will say this. It's, it's very strange as I watch it to, to, to like see these people telling everybody about every advantage that they got and saying yeah. we're gonna work together and this and that. When you historically watch the show and everybody says, "Hey, it's a bad idea," the fact that somebody will find something and then go say, "Hey, uh, yeah." It's, a, it's for all of us. Ain't no us. Ain't no we in this situation. Like, it's I, a lot of we, Claw. Ain't yeah. no we, Claw. <laughs> <laughs> we got a plan. We got, we got, we got <laughs> So There's a lot of foreshadowing here, though, of, uh, this last episode when they had the, the girl who went on the – Shan and her went on the trip, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and she picked uh, Risk Hers. And they didn't know what vote she was going to get. And she basically, her vote is, you can take any idol or advantage from anybody if you ask them. 
Mm, oh, right. I did. I forgot about There's that. There's foreshadowing part. there yeah. because now she knows. She knows Shan has that, and if you watch the previews, you see how they're about to team up together. Well, the the group, the, the tribes are gonna uh, inter- merge up. Merge up. I got no comment, so, but I would tell I know, you. I know. I know. You're you know, not. I'm, you're I'm not really that close. Okay. <laughs> I thought he was warm. I thought he was warm out there. And I was just about to tell you, Chris, that's called a tease. They don't make the <laughs> oh, yeah. one thing. So but, you're thinking that, but I'm and they close. To, I mean, I'm not close. And they go stringing it the other way. That's what. That's what you do in a good tease. I'm gonna make you. It's think a good this, theory. It's a good theory. Make you think this is about to happen, and then it's going a whole other way. That's why. That's why you should make sure. You tune in to this episode. It's going to be a lot going on. It's going to be a great episode to watch. And I'm excited to watch it myself. A little worried, but a little little excited as well. Wednesday, 7 p.m. CBS. uh, Your Team Danny t-shirt. Oh, oh. Yeah, I got him. Wednesday. Okay, we got. <laughs> I got the magic ticket, my boy. So I'll be, I'll be having these. Ba- I'll have this bad boy on Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday's show. It's gonna be amazing. Send him a reminder. Wednesday. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll have be to. In there. I'm gonna have to. I have to call him like three hours before the okay. show because yeah. we never know where so, Barry's gonna be. Like yeah. flying back from broken bow. <laughs> Whether I'm here or on camera, I'm gonna have my team daddy shirt on. I'm gonna have it on. Man. I'm gonna walk through the airport with that thing on. We gonna have it right. Cowboys off this week. So that was nice to not have to invest in just watching football, gearing up, taking those. It was just nice. It was just okay. It was one of my favorite weekends. Just, just like, let, I, it, let everybody else play. I was watching. You know, I was playing fantasy. <laughs> three dubs in a row, by the way. I, I ain't going to throw that out there, but it's three dubs in a row. But yeah, I got to watch all the games. I'm slipping through there, the Red Zone channel, the, the NFL Network. I mean, I'm watching every single game, and it just felt great to kick back and sit there and not have to worry about what these Cowboys are going to go ahead and do. I got to check out my fantasy teams, and it was a great weekend, sir. It was a great hey, weekend. Listen, I, I don't feel the same as y'all because now I I've, I've like changed my my um, my stress level. It's all being put on now. Any player that played at LSU that is now in the NFL because LSU's football season looks like it's going down the drain. So, for some reason, I have like become you know Cowboys are always going to be number one. Yeah, they up there. But it's something about those Cincinnati Bengals. Ah. And I see, and you know, I, I, I've been listen. I've been banging on the table ever since Joey Joe, when Joe Burrow was in college. I've, I've said the same thing about him being better than Trevor Lawrence because mm-hmm. that was the uh, thing then. And now me and Church have this thing with him and Justin Herbert. And yeah. I'm watching the game mm-hmm. and like let, let's keep the Justin Herbert part out of it. Let's just think about Joe Burrow. We can talk about Joe the Burrow. guy went out there like and we talked about how the bank like he has the Bengals playing for first place. And then we say, all right, well they're gonna play the Ravens and they're probably gonna lose. Mm-hmm. But I think Joe Burrow's gonna play well. He played really well. He did. That team as a whole played really well, and they went out there and they embarrassed the Ravens at home. They did. First and place, now man. they're first place in, the, in their division. So I, I tweeted out, I said, hey, the NFL Comeback Player of the Year uh, voting mm. just got a little bit oh, harder. No, it's know, a hey. little bit harder to cast your vote now. <laughs> if, you, if, you, no. if you're being unbiased and you say Joe Burrow goes ACL, MCL, uh, whatever else, he, he, he Pretty much his whole knee yeah, was, was messed up, up, right? Yep. And that goes out too. But you, when you look at where they are in the season, they're both they're both leading their division. Both playing <laughs> great. Both headed to the playoffs. Here's my question on on Burrow from this standpoint: How many games did he play last year? Ten. Right? I want to say like it was, 10, it was right? like ten or eleven. Because he just played the seventeenth this past game. And so, and I, and I kind of asked this: What qualifies as a comeback? 
if you've played, you know, if you play that many games last year. I, I'm just wondering. I, don't I think know. I think no. the, the com- I think the comeback is more of like you dealing with that that injury, right, mm-hmm. and, and then coming back from it. No matter when it happened during the season, right, because there are guys who have Robert Griffin. You know, mm-hmm. you go out, you tear your ACL, and all of a sudden you're not the same. You weren't able to actually come back from the adversity that hit you throughout that season. So, I mean. He was out for six games. He come back, and you don't know if you're going to be the same. These players have to go in their mind and say, mm-hmm. hey, I have to go out here and be able to perform and not have that, dang, is my knee okay? Mm-hmm. Same thing with Dak, right? Can I run the ball? Can I take a tackle? Like, mm-hmm. they, they're both going through the same process of, of going through an injury that could change your career and then see how you bounce back from it the next season. Okay, I'm going to throw this to you just so you have a, 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 quicker understa- a quick understanding of how I can see this voting going. The Bengals were bad last year, and then he got hurt, and they remained bad. And because it's the Bengals, they're not on TV a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how many people are truly aware of how hurt he got. And then he came back, and so it was like, okay. Um, versus you saw Dak get hurt on national TV. You saw the Cowboys fall off a cliff. Mm-hmm. You spent the whole offseason, and people were talking, does he get his money, does he get his money? And it just seems to me that just those types of things of Cowboys versus Bengals that I can see Dak Prescott getting the votes for that thing and and, and people uh, almost basically forgetting uh, yeah. a little bit about well, I'm not Well, I'm not saying Dak's not going to get it. I'm saying before Joe Burrow came back and was playing this way, you just automatically assumed that it's going to be Dak. And let's not forget that last year when Dak got hurt, what were we, one and three? Mm, were we one and three? We had beat yeah. we had beat Atlanta. We were actually not playing well. We had the worst defense point. in the league. So both teams were were not playing well yeah. at that time. Joe Burrow had squeaked out some wins as well, but when neither one of them looked like they were gonna be a Super Bowl contender. And now they both are contenders for at least a playoff run. Yeah, you know, I'll based say off that. where they we'll, are right we'll now. It, and let's basically put it in this way. Here's Joe Burrow, uh, 23-38, 416 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. They went 41 to 17 over over Baltimore. The Bengals have a franchise guy. Yeah. And watching so many games yesterday, it was very clear because there was a bunch of blowouts. Mm-hmm. Who had some franchise guys that could do something? And a whole lot of folks who didn't. And I looked at, just say, for instance, the Washington game. They're taking on Green Bay. They get hammered. The two things they thought they had, we got this defense is going to come back here. This defense is going to put it on you. And we're going to bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. We've got a guy that we're going to put in. And if Ryan can't go, we like Heineke because Heineke had a nice game against Tampa Bay. No. Heineke's getting exposed. Yeah. He's getting exposed. He thinks this is backyard ball where he can just run around, you know, toss it here, toss it there. I can use my playmaking ability. That only works – if you coming in for spot duty, like you coming in for one game here, maybe a game over there, maybe a game here, but when you got when you're supposed to be that guy and you got to consistently go out there and play at a high level, I don't think that guy can do it. I think defenses sat now earlier when he was making spot duty, they weren't watching film on Heineke, they weren't trying to break him down, see his tendencies, where he loves to go with the ball, they weren't doing any of that. But now that he's supposed to be that guy for the Washington, now that Fitzpatrick's hurt, guys are sitting there looking, okay, let's let's break this guy down. Oh, he does this, well we can get him with that, and they're exposing this guy right now, I and mean, you know. He's just not performing as well as Washington would love him to do. And that defense is not doing him any justice at all. We I, thought they was going to come through and be unbelievable. They're, they're, at least yeah. I did. And they, they just <laughs> – well, they, they were supposed to be. exposed as well. They, they were supposed to be, you know, the, the, the leaders of the conference at this point and all, Chase you know, Chase Young, Young yeah. and front seven, best front seven, all that stuff. And we've we've seen ourselves how quickly that can change, right? Yeah, because, no like doubt. I said, we had Jalen and Van Der Esch and we were like, this is, these this are the, the two linebackers. going forward. And it changes yeah. quickly. I will say this. Uh, Washington the, 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 did not look good. But we know that the defensive coordinators in this league 
are very good. And eventually, they're going to catch everyone. And so mm-hmm. if you're not like a Kellen Moore who's out here calling plays to keep them on their toes, right, and you're just like depending on your quarterback to go out here and make plays, then you're going to be in trouble. As we see in Kansas City, and I said this when I was watching the game, mm. for the first, what, two, three years we watched Patrick Mahomes, it's like, oh, man, there's no look. It's behind the back. He's just tossing it up. And I'm like, yeah. But then when it, when it stops working, I want you to also beat him down the same way you lifted him up and being able to do these great things and it's always working. And we out there watching this game, we're like, I'm like, what the heck is Mahomes doing? Yeah. <laughs> You're right about it. It's not like, you know, he's it's, and it's not like he's, you know, he's putting the ball right where he hit this. His turnovers are all just, oh, I'm falling down. Let me go ahead and make this miraculous play. And like you said before, it's, it's it, it, it didn't hurt him in the past. Like in the past, somebody would come underneath it and get a crazy catch and, oh my goodness, Pat Mahomes. But now, cats are starting to warm up to that and okay. cats are starting to make they plays They found on out him. about Tyreek Hill. He got yep. six, they six put, picks in six games. They putting it over top of Tyreek. They not letting Tyreek outrun it. And for some reason, Kelsey, he, he's putting up decent numbers, but he's just not being that effective game changer that he was in the past. Okay, you guys both played in the league. So this is me just being a media guy. And tell me if I'm wrong here. I look at what's going on in Kansas City. Quarterback pressing. That's my first thought. Oh, yeah, Try, without trying a doubt. To press. Two, they didn't fix the offensive line. They thought they, they did. did. They thought they but did. They, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. Three. The running back they took in the first round a couple of years ago, um, Hilaire, Clyde, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire from LSU. Can't stay healthy. Mm-mm. He's not the guy. Reminds me a lot about uh, the time the Rams took Trunk Candidate in the first mm. round. I thought Trump. you were about to say Trent Richardson. Yeah, <laughs> that was the, that was but, the most recent one. Yeah. But I just look kind of at the end yeah. of the first round. Think, yeah. Hey, this change of pace guy, he can help us out. And then four, the defense hasn't improved. Mm-mm. Those four factors. I look at those four factors, and that leads to you not only losing but other people catching up to you. And now you got the Chargers who. Under Anthony Lynn, all we saw them do was lose the close games. So far, they're able to win the close mm-hmm. games. And then with the Raiders right now, we're seeing Derek Carr play a lot better football. He's playing at a high level. I think they now have a better head coach in Rich Passaccia. I, I, do, I Rich, would agree with that. I think Rich Passaccia is going to allow the coaches to do their thing. It's going to be an egoless place. And the fact that they've won two games since John Gruden left there and won them convincingly. convincingly yeah, yeah. Um, I think Rich is going to be able to possibly even keep this job if he keeps winning like this and they go to the playoffs. So that's just kind of what I see. You tell me. I think you're right on. I think you're right on with that. And I'm trying to think. It's the Raiders. The Raiders, Raiders Chargers, Chargers, Kansas City. Kansas City. And then what was, who was the fourth Denver. one? Denver. Denver. Who, you know, they're struggling a little bit as well. But there's a Kansas City might end up being last in this division. And I was the main one. Ah, oh, Kansas City, they're going to the playoffs. You ain't got to worry about them. Kansas City and Denver both three and four. I, I, Denver go, going back in the whole franchise quarterback thing. Uh, problems. They, 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 their quarterbacks are Teddy Bridgewater's not the answer. Drew Locke mm-hmm. is not the answer, which is why everybody who, who, who thought paying Dak Prescott was way too much money, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. I mean, you look right now, you see Denver's issue is real. Their defense isn't as good as we thought. Mm. But you've got no quarterback. You don't have a quarterback in this league. You got no chance. No chance. Denver is Carolina. All right, <laughs> they came out. They three and zero. And everybody, yeah, man. You know what? When we, you look at their schedule. They haven't played anybody. Now you're playing somebody and you ain't won a game. Sam, I mean, he looked terrible. Off he got benched. A cliff. You got benched. You're, you're not playing nobody. We we looked at that schedule before we played them and said, all right. I'm like, I'm looking at the number defense. one defense. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, they ain't, they ain't played nobody yeah, and they man. haven't been the same since that. Since L. I love it since since we gave them that L. They, they have lost four the straight. Right, they've lost four straight. They haven't been the same. Uh, uh, but but uh, the thing with like back on Patrick Mahomes, you, you're pressing. You're right because I remember you know before the season and I'm and I hearken this back to like uh, LeBron when he went to Miami and. They like that. Not one, not two, not three. And I'm yeah. like, Patrick Mahomes lost in the Super Bowl, and 
they interview him and he's talking about going undefeated. Yeah. I'm like, bro, yeah, yeah, win, win, win a game. All right, yeah, win a game. People talking about Hall of Fame already. Yeah. Like, give him the anointment oil. And you know, I was a part of that crowd thinking he was, you know, the illest to ever walk. But I mean, and he might, he might eventually one day be that. But right now, he got to figure it out. Aaron Rodgers to me is out. going to be probably the most talented as far as being able to make those type of plays. I think he's still that guy. Yeah, because he combines both. I mean, he got all the arm talent of a Patrick Mahomes, but he has the brains and, and the checking and know what ability is as a Tom Brady. Jimmy G can't get that conversation? No, no, no. No, no. We're just going to keep playing Aaron Rodgers. Because, <laughs> if, see, and, and this is what I love about Aaron Rodgers, because they, they talked all that stuff about Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers come back and win the MVP. All right? And we talk about what people don't have on their team, what they don't have on their roster, and we've seen Aaron Rodgers make some guys <laughs> look great. Was it Lazard this week? Lazard. Yeah. <laughs> As long as on Jacksonville with me, right? <laughs> on the practice squad. And now he's out here catching touchdowns. I mean, they got, to me, seriously two good pieces outside of Rodgers. Who they got? Devontae Adams, Adams and Aaron Jones, the running back, who I think is, is a legit dog out there. They're winning. Those swipes, man. Jalen Smith, he's on a, he, he went he's from a winning team to a winning team. Man, and they're going to win their division. Yeah, they're going to win. They're going to win that division. They're going to win that division. Without a doubt. Jimmy G last night was bad. That was bad to watch. And I thought about this when you just brought up Aaron Rodgers. Think about what the 49ers have done. They passed on Aaron Rodgers. Now, mm-hmm. that was before Shanahan and Lynch. But since Shanahan and Lynch have been there, they passed on Patrick Mahomes, mm. Deshaun Watson, mm. told Tom Brady no. They did do that, too. And is that, you think that's too? That, this that's the coach. You think that's the coach saying no? I don't need all that. I can do this myself yes, or whatever. He's in, Kyle Shanahan's in charge. <sighs> he hired John Lynch. You got to be. You got to be more careful than that. I mean, you, we think know it, this is a quarterback-driven league. Think about you those. Got to have somebody you, back you know, there. You know what the greatest part about this is? It ain't us. Yeah, <laughs> right? we didn't it make that us. mistake. You we know what I'm saying? Because we we've been in the situations, you know, in years past, and we just sit over here and we just can't figure out what the heck is going on, hoping we come out of the bye week better than we went in, better than we went into it. But we what we. Uh, six and one. Six and one. Five, five, five and one. one. We're, five 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 we're, we're five and one. We coming out. We're gonna play Minnesota, and we don't have an issue right now. All right, our issue is is our quarterback healthy, and if he is, then that Minnesota defense better be ready. That, you know, opposite of that, I feel really good about where we are. We don't have these issues that these other teams are, are going through, this which game, is great. This game right here will definitely make sure that we don't have any issues on the defensive side of the ball, for sure. Because <laughs> we got Cook coming up the middle, and outside of Diggs, you got Thielen or Jefferson. Who, who going to watch? I mean, oh, it's, who? oh, they're getting some work this week. Let's, Somebody getting some work on that outside. Let's dive into that. Uh, in terms of what worries you most about that offense mm-hmm. for Minnesota. Let's take a break right there. Danny McCray, Barry Church, Newey Scruggs, this is Players Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com on DallasCowboys.com radio. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. 
Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to the Players' Lounge. All right, here we are back on the Players' Lounge, and we have a side argument going on. We're not going to bring it to it much because it's going to take too long. But, yeah, you're right about that. But it is two against one. you right That's about that. That's all I'm saying. It's two against one, and I'm going to Church, I'm going to let you continue to stand in your truth, okay? It is. Yeah. Okay. He had a great game. I'll get, I, Burrow had an amazing stand game. Stand in your truth. No, not he an had, amazing season. He's, he's having he's had a, multiple touchdowns. To he's had to every, okay. So is Herbert. They both had great They, they both scored had, six. They both had Joe great Burrow seasons. Both, so, Joe Burrow so, so when I talk about one game, you said, oh, we ain't talking about the season. I'm saying they scored six. That one game. Joe Burrow has had multiple touchdown so passes every game. game we talking about the season. I'm just telling you. When you're comparing it, I'm telling you, so, Joe, listen, Joe Burrow has had multiple touchdown passes in every game this season. He's played Justin well. Herbert has not. In one game. One game he didn't have multiple touchdown passes. <laughs> I, I thought I, – I think Cincinnati's got a bad head coach. I don't think Zach Taylor's good. Joe Burrow's so good, this guy's employed. And they in first place. Oh Joe Burrow that's went not, out there. Ed Ogeron was a guy people, facts, had, people had questions about. That's, Ed Ogeron. That's what you're and he thinking. That's Joe not Burrow facts. Joe Burrow won a national championship. Won this man, See, we don't go to a $1.30. This man talking about conjecture. And now this man is fired because Joe Burrow. We talk Joe about, Burrow. that's not facts. That's Joe, what you think. That's those, those Joe, are not facts. What? what did Joe Burrow that say? he's lifting up Zach. That's not facts. But, but the fact is, Justin Herbert played the same Baltimore team. He scored six. And Joe Burrow heard this podcast and he went and said, hold my beer. Let he me show great. you how to do this. And great. put a 400 and whatever. 416. 416 yards, three touchdowns. He played great. And they won 40. Nobody thought that. They he won 41 great. 17. Take it, still taking hits left and right. <laughs> oh, yeah. He played great. He said he had protection. I was like, you ain't watched the game. <laughs> so now we talking about, oh, here we go. I thought we was going on. Now so, so are, we, are we talking about this or are we talking about something okay, else? We can go because we can let's go. Let's let's go. Let's let's just let me know. We got all week. Y'all want to open up the zipper to this? I'll be here all week. All right, let's go there. I'm bringing all stats. All right, here we go. Let's just go ahead and, and get off that. Because Jamar Chase is definitely better than anything they got over there with yeah, the Yeah, we know that, though. We already know yeah, that. we know that. So, 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 all right, whatever, Matt. Because you opening, we opening up the Pandora's church, box once church, again. Church, church, I mean, look, I'm going to let you stand in your truth. I mean, that, that's it, right? That's yeah, what you do with people cool. like that, man. Yeah, you stand yeah, in your truth. Yeah, yeah. You want to be wrong, you be wrong. Okay. Yeah, the let's, let's move in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's move into Sunday Night Football oh, on NBC. Cowboys, Vikings. As a defensive coordinator, you're Dan Quinn. What's your bigger worry? Is it Jefferson, Thielen, the tight ends? Is it Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison? Cook's been dealing with some issues this year in terms of uh, injuries. Was hurt for a little bit. So where do you decide to stop the Vikings if you're a defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn? I'll start with you, Danny. 
you got to stop the run. Yeah, you got you have yep. to stop Dalvin Cook because if you don't, then you got three guys running loose in your secondary. All right, so you need to make sure you're able to stop the run. Make sure you're able to stop the screen game because they are very good with Dalvin Cook in the screen game. Mm-hmm. And then you let your defensive backs play coverage on those guys. What we know is we're going to give up some plays uh, in the secondary. Don't, just don't let them throw it over your head. Make the tackle on these guys. Minimize the yards after catch. But you can't do any of this if you got Dalvin Cook running every which way through uh, throughout your defense. So you have to stop the run. You need to focus on stopping Dalvin Cook because last week we also saw that our linebackers can be can have some issues when you have one of those type of backs coming out of the backfield. Without a doubt. I mean, you, you hit it right on the head right there, 100%. I mean, we got to be able to stop this run. And what scared me a little bit was not uh, the week before when we played the Patriots, Harris was able to crease us right up the gut. Um, against our defense, and that's supposed to be the heart of our defense. He was able to crease us early in the game, and definitely in the fourth quarter, they drove the ball all the way down the field, running the ball basically right in between our tackles. So to me, that, that's got to be somewhat of a worry because Harris isn't half of the back of what Dalvin Cook is. Even though Cook has been dealing with injuries, last week he ran phenomenal in my opinion. The week before the bye, he ran phenomenal. Okay. So he's going to come in after a bye week as well, more rested, more fresh, ready to come into – we played him here or we go up there? It's in Minnesota. Minnesota. In Minnesota. He's ready for us to come up to Minnesota. So we got to stop that run. And to your point, if we don't do that, if we don't, it's kind of like picking our poison out there. It's kind of what we do to other teams. They come in there, they stop our run, we still got to be able to pass the ball. So we got to be able to stop these guys running the ball. And we got to figure out some way, somehow, to lock down Thielen. If it was up to me, I'm leaving Diggs on Jefferson. I'm like, look, man, you you, you got this. This is you. And if, if Jefferson exposes him, if Jefferson exposes Diggs, happened. then you got to, you know, then you got to figure something out. But I'm I'm living them on Diggs for a little or Diggs on on uh, Jefferson for a little bit, and I'm doubling Thielen because I don't think Anthony Brown can handle Thielen intermediate routes, short routes, deep routes. I just think he's a better player than Anthony Brown right now, and I think we need more help on that side of the ball. So to me, I'm leaving Diggs over there. Hopefully he can get his his thing done. If he doesn't, then we go back to a traditional defense and maybe have help on both sides. But to me. Leave digs, double Thielen, and you got to stop the run. If not, it's going to be a long afternoon. I'll say this. I think this is probably going to be the most talented receivers that we play Mm -hmm. uh, this season. Who's their third? I have no idea. I know D.D. Westbrook's up there, but I don't think he's going to work like that. And I'm I'm including Dalvin Cook in this as well as being a receiver. So I think that Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and Justin Jefferson, probably, if you look at our schedule, will be the most talented group of receivers, right? A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins, maybe. That'll be it. down the road. I I I think we should stick with our usual game plan. I don't think we should double Thielen until we get down to the red zone because okay. we know he's one of he's those red, red zone, zone monster. monsters. Um, when you're in the open field, you need to find a way to confuse Kirk Cousins. You can right? do that, which you can do. That's let, me, what, let me throw this out, just listening to both of you talk here. When you talk about the run, Minnesota number eight right now in the National Football League, averaging 127.8 yards on the ground. Cowboys are number two, 164.3. When it comes to passing, Cowboys, fifth in the NFL right now, uh, 296 yards a game. Minnesota's right behind the Cowboys at 288. A lot of similarities in terms offensively of where you know, we talk about where do you stop first? Where do you mm-hmm. go? Um, this is going to be an interesting game, which to me, when I see this, my first thought is turnovers. Win the turnover battle, 
win the game. That's what we've been doing so far this year. And you can do that to Kirk Cousins. Like, I, you know, with us, Dak, I'm starting to see Dak creeping into that elite where it's like, you know, no matter what type of defense you throw out there, he's going to find a way to pick you apart. But with Kirk Cousins, we noticed in the past this year, you can get after this guy and you can force him to either make mistakes by getting the ball out of his hands quicker than he wants to, or you can disguise like what we have been doing and he can talk him into throwing a pick similar to what Sam Donald did when we played the Patriots or the played the Panthers. So to me, that's the guy we got to take advantage of. Yes, we got to stop the run. But when we do that and we can make them one-dimensional by making them think that they have to win by throwing the ball with Kirk Cousins, that's where I think we can take a huge advantage of, talk them into throwing some mistakes out there, or even get after them in the pocket. You know how loose he carries that football out there. If we can hit him a couple times, get him with those happy feet, we can make him throw some picks out there, and I think we can take advantage of him. That's the person I think we got to do. He's only got two picks this year. Yeah, that's this year. Thirteen touchdowns, two picks. He's, so he's been playing well so far. He's he's he's. Uh, it, it's it's just not going to be easy. And they've played recently. They played some really good games uh, between the Cowboys and Vikings here. So it's it's going to be a fun game. I, I'm I'm going to go up there. So can't wait to go. Um, speaking of traveling, if your idea of a perfect Thanksgiving feast isn't spent around the dinner table, but instead in a private suite at Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving Day <laughs> game with 17 of your closest friends and family, well then Hotels.com and the Dallas Cowboys coincidentally created the ultimate grand package for you. Head to DallasCowboys.com slash hotels for a chance to win a private suite, a free hotel stay, free night hotel stay, transportation to and from the game on a private Cowboys bust and a $1,000 gift card to Hotels.com with one year of gold loyalty status. All courtesy of Hotels.com. Go enter at DallasCowboys.com Hotels to have the sweetest Thanksgiving ever. That's probably the longest read. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they, 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 they hit you with a big old paragraph. Right? <laughs> you know what? I, he did the slash. I was like, he almost done. Nah. <laughs> it's the first time I've read it. I didn't see it. I, 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 I didn't, that was a long one. I didn't get the preview at all, man. But ran through that thing really Real quick. All right, hey, let's hit a break here. I want to ask this question. Who is the top free agent that the Cowboys signed in the offseason? Not talking about Dak. It's talking about a, a someone they brought in from the outside. Top free agent so far on a 5-1 football team. Mm. The Cowboys get ready to face the Minnesota Vikings. Danny McCray, Barry Church, I am Newey Scruggs. This is the Players' Lounge on DallasCowboys.com radio. Organic pumpkin smoothies are back at Smoothie King. With at least 13 grams of protein each and five options to choose from, it's easy to find a favorite to help you reach your goals. Like the new Keto Champ Pumpkin. Packed with a whopping 23 grams of protein and nine net carbs, it's a quick and nutritious meal on the go. So order online or through the app for pickup or delivery. And power up with pumpkin and protein. Official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Smoothie King. Rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. To the Players' Lounge. Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, November 6th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Take a tour of the stadium, play games, get autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and for more information. You're back at the Players' Lounge brought to you by Hotels.com. Barry Church, did Toledo win this week? I'm not sure. I'm not sure they what did. the Rockets. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. When I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> did the Rockets win? What you mean? I don't know. They yeah. <laughs> yeah, we won, man. What's wrong with y'all, man? I, will, I got a question. I didn't know we Pay were allowed deuce. to take calls. Pay your dues. Because the podcast. Somebody from Toledo is going to call you and say, yeah. hey, church. And I'm going to be like, hey. <laughs> You got Danny, that wrong number. The ultimate survivor, Danny McRae, is here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I cannot be booked. <laughs> Your boys win. Uh, you know, you. Let me tell you something. Uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar uh, Chase did go. great. I told you I have I've I've now transitioned. Oh, hold up! Before we get into all this, is, is there? Wait a second, Dewey. I have transitioned my excitement. Dewey, I got to know, lost man. The I got to know. Did you have anything to do with Vanilla Ice performing <laughs> at, your, at your homecoming? What in the what? What is going on, here, man? Vanilla H- Ice, HBCU, HBCU Vanilla oh, Ice, Dewey. Uh huh. I was like, hold up, man. I know. I thought somebody sent me some bull crap, too, boy. Okay. He was out here. Ice Ice Baby? So so I did not know Vanilla Ice got paid $42,000 to come show up at the UNC Pembroke homecoming. I did not know this. So this is it's true. So it's true? So, so I said so I found that out on Twitter when you hit it to me. At 340, I, I get my contact back to school. Did you book Vanilla Ice? I mean, did you book Vanilla Ice? He says, come on, bro. Does that sound like me? I said I wanted to make sure I was getting hammered on Twitter about it. <laughs> so who? So who so booked wait, him? Wait, so, so is he booked? Is he booked? He performed. Oh, he's all. Oh, so this oh, is all ice, ice baby. Yeah. And so at 8:06, at 8:06 a.m., I said, "How was Vanilla Ice?" My contact said, "Actually, it was a decent show. Over 500 attended." Um, he said, "The people that went loved it." <laughs> 500 people attended and, it. And then, okay, well, there was a step show that was there. Okay, mm-hmm. first off, Chris, it's, it's, it's a small school. Um, and he said that it appealed to the audience that went. It was a much different audience than the step show. Step show had 970 people. All I'm saying is, I ain't seen Vanilla Ice since uh, so, That's My Boy. How is he still getting 42 grand for a show? So ultimately, there were issues. That he got booked and some people didn't want him booked. There were issues. At an HBCU. It ain't no HBCU, son. It's a Native American college. Was the, who's saying it was HBCU? Who? I said that, but I was wrong. 
Don't matter. It's still it's vanilla ice before Started off school. as a North Carolina Indian normal school. In, in anyway. But shout out to We won homecoming, by the way. Won? Yeah, yeah, we won? Yeah, because But y'all didn't win the after win. show. Got y'all ain't win that one. Oh, vanilla ice was in the. No, no, no. No, he didn't show up at the step show, okay? Vanilla ice wasn't at the step show. Actually, can I tell you, I did see Vanilla Ice once. It was a Cowboys training camp at Wichita Falls. The last year they were there, and uh, Beam, you may have been there. It was at uh, Coach Joe had performed. Yeah. And then Vanilla Ice later on performed. What year was this? That was Grand, I believe it was at Graham Central Station. He's still getting booked. For, that's what's amazing to me. He's still getting booked out here. Finessing? <laughs> that was, let me get that photo. Forty-two thousand dollars for five hundred people. You know what? This is what happens because I'm not on the board. Four dollars a person. Just letting you guys. This, know. this is heavy prices. This is what happens when I'm not on the board. This kind of stuff go down. Hey, man. I'd have shut it yeah, down. Go, go, like, get, nope. you. go, go, go get, get them right. Go get them right, man. Go, go get, get your right. boys. And church, by the way, uh, Toledo did 34-15. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. Yeah, we out glad here. you care about yeah, yeah, Well, LSU lost since y'all asked. We lost to Ole Miss. Oh, that's right, Lane Kiffin. We lost to Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin. You knew who it was. Say that Lane about to get that job, man. Over at LSU. You know what? Lane Kiffin to LSU would make a lot of sense. You bring that offense back. A lot of sense. You By the way, Texas sure. Tech, Texas Tech fighter head coach Matt Wells, so there's another job available. Mm. The Red Raiders ain't been nice since. Mike Leach. Crabtree. Crabtree and them boys. I remember That's that, Mike yeah. Leach. That's Mike Leach. Yeah. Wait, well, was Mike Leach the one that got in trouble for locking locking kids in the cupboard or something? How, how you let somebody lock one, you in there, though, that was, man? That was Craig, child. That was Craig James' son. That was one child. How, <laughs> how you let somebody lock you in the closet, No child though? lived behind, bro. We acting like this kid was 12. He had, a, he had a concussion. He had to be in the dark. That's what it was. That was the that was a, that was that it was, was what a it shed. Was. And they said just go stand in the shed. So, mm. all right, we digress. So, who is the Cowboys' top free agent signing that they brought in? Six games in so far, who do you like? Go ahead, D-Mac. I don't know. I thought Church was going to steal my Dan Quinn thing, and then knew he said we couldn't use it because he's talking about players. But Correct. you know, Dan Quinn is number one. But since we are on players, I'm going to go with the new 42. Who? Man, boy ain't showed Neal. up in two weeks, man. I'm going to say the, the new 42, uh, Keanu Neal, because I think that we've seen NFL offenses going to they, – they're, they're majoring in 11 personnel. Uh, a lot of nickel, right? So you had to have a guy who could come in and play that nickel linebacker spot. And they found one, and they trust him so much – that they pay somebody $7 million not to be on the squad. So, <laughs> I think that he's come in. I think he's really made a difference in the run game. I think he's made a difference in the pass game as well, allowing us to do some stuff that we were worried about covering tight ends a little bit, making sure you're getting under those uh, Seattle overdrops, those deep routes by those tight ends going over. I think that he's playing well. Now, he hadn't been available for the last couple weeks, but it's 17-game season. So, I think that is our biggest free agent sign. Yeah, that's wrong. But uh, <laughs> he came in. He, he's done some things, especially early in the season. You know, COVID setting back a little bit. So I'm waiting to see what he can do further on. The but the, there's, the only one, there's only one answer. It's uh-huh. Curse. Who? Curse. Where you at? J. Ron Curse. J. Ron Curse. Oh, okay. right. That's the only answer that's possible right now. Ooh. Offensively, I don't even think. Do we bring any? Free, we ain't bringing any like free free agents that, for the offensive side of the ball that are actually playing. So we're going to go to the defensive side and what Curse has been able to do. He's the guy that's actually been watching these tight ends. If you look at it, if you look at the defense, this is the guy that goes down there, plays man-to-man on these tight ends, but he also has the ability to kind of slide into that dime linebacker role, play down there in the box, as well as play deep. I mean, this is a guy coming from Detroit and Minnesota. We thought, oh, this is going to be just a strictly a special teams guy. He's coming from over there. He's not going to bring anything to us but a core special team value type of guy. But he's coming here and he's exceeded – 
I think his, he exceeded his contract by for yes, sure. Yes, he's playing well, and he's been, he, and he's he's playing. He's probably the best safety that we got right now, as far as going out there on the defensive side of the ball, being able to play in the box, being able to play deep, being able to play man to man. Plus, he's a leader on this defense. So to me, I think he's the best free agent acquisition. You can't argue with him. I think both the, the Cowboys had critical needs in both areas, and I can't sit up here and say you're wrong or you're wrong because you're both right. I mean, these these have been good choices. Um, I will go back to Neil on this one thing because I I was the person beating the drum saying bring in some people who know what Dan Quinn wants to run. Mm-hmm. Neil has definitely helped. Curse has been it. Curse to me is one of those guys. Hey man, get in here and try to get him on a sec another contract. Yeah, get him on some slide. Right, get him get him get him here while you cheap cheap the way he can because he's he's made a difference. Both guys have been difference makers on this defense in areas that were definitely of concern for the Cowboys and. Good, good for the Cowboys to get that done because we've seen them go to Dollar General and try and mm-hmm. get these free agents on the cheap here. And what's crazy is they basically and, went right back to Dollar General because if you think Curse, work. Hooker, and KZ, like, they're combined. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix. They oh, my God. Their combined contracts ain't even You what? know they remind me of? Barry Church. He's going to keep going back I'm to the nice same time. bet about not getting turnovers. Eventually, you're going to get it right. This is they the got it right. That eventually, they got it right. after going to Dollar Journal a couple times, they found something on the back of the shelf that nobody else had purchased, and they're like, oh, man, we, we hit gold here. They got three of them, too. Uh, they yeah, got three-for-one yeah, deal, without a doubt. So I'm waiting for you to get your three-for-one, but I don't think I it's coming anytime soon. I hope, I don't, I, I, hope I don't get it. I do want to mention one free agent who we don't talk about, which says, all we need to know about how well this free agent has done. Long snapper Jake McQuaid taking over for LP Latisur because I know several people who are waiting for Jake McQuaid to make a bad <laughs> snap because we never saw LP do it. Never. But 16 years. That was but I would say that I don't think it's uh, – the reason I don't think it's a huge one is because it wasn't like an issue. <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't anything that we needed to be No, fixed. no, you're right. right. But I just, so, yeah. just, but yeah. just looking – I, I was one of those like, why are you touching right. this? Mm-hmm. LP is perfection. Why are you messing with perfection? So I'm just sitting around looking, okay, Jake McQuaid, but not mess up. But not mess up. Mm. I'm a, I'm a if he go out there and do, I'm gonna be like, man, hey, <laughs> the boy knew he. Uh, <laughs> I'm, sending, I'm sending receipts to the other side of the building, man. Exactly. Knew it. <laughs> so you know, so I just at least want to acknowledge. Okay, McQuaid has come here. He's done the job. So, so give far, cre- so good. Want to give credit to where credit is due. So I want to make sure I, I do that. He's played well. Always special teams love, man. Shout out to him. Dak Prescott out of the walking boot, according to John Machota. The media, are, uh, they're out meeting with the players today. Ooh-wee. Dak is not talking, but they saw Dak. Dak without the boot. Had the mild cast train. Mike McCarthy talked about how they were going to check it out today. So I'm still nervous a little bit. Because, I mean, you can never cast kind of like hamstrings, like – you know, he can never quite get it right without having an extended period of rest. And we know we had that bye week in there. So it just come to me, it's like, what type of degree is it right now? We'll never know. We'll never find out the truth about it. But if he goes back out there and that thing ain't ready and that thing pops or something like that. I just wonder, yeah. like, how, like, how do you test it? That's the you know thing. Like, because you don't want to go out there yeah. and run full speed and on the practice field, blah, oh, damn. Yeah, like, so, oh, he wasn't ready. He wasn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, how, like, do you just, you so just you Cooper want, Rush? So, you want Cooper Rush and, and Will Greer to get some extra reps this week? Now, what I, what I don't want to happen is we we mess up and we find a way to lose Dak for an extended period of time when mm-hmm. it could only be one week. That's what I don't want. And we to got happen. a good cushion right now. We got what a three game three three game lead we, on the division. Three, three and, and a half. Trying to get that bye week. I'm trying to get that first we gotta, round. We got to go through Arizona right now. Yeah, but listen, I, like I said, I still think they're going to falter because the Rams look good. <laughs> uh, Arizona could get beat this week. Who they got this week? Green Bay. 
Yeah, 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 they could. I mean, and then, then we got then Green Bay. I mean, got, I mean, he still got the Rams Thursday and the Seahawks night. in their division. I yeah. mean, so it's, it's but Wilson, Wilson out for how many? He got what? I, I think six he, weeks. I think he will, will he be back before they play him again because he gonna play spoiler. <laughs> he might be a spoiler. I think, cat. I think the Rams when they play Arizona, they, they beat again. him already, right? Arizona, yeah, Arizona, Arizona already beat. Yeah, Arizona that's Arizona beat loss. I think when they play him again, I think McVay gonna have something for him. Um, mm. And I but and that's what makes me feel really good about where we are. If we do what we're supposed to do. And then let them battle it out. I think we could find a way to beat Arizona and then get that number one seed. All right. Fun mm-hmm. show today. Yeah. The Ultimate Survivor, Danny McCray. Catch him Wednesday, 7 o'clock, CBS. Tell everybody where Season they get that, that team Danny gear at. Ooh, we, hey, you better get it. It's <laughs> like hotcakes. Log on to the website at uh, shopdannymccraymerch.com. You can also find the link in my bio on Twitter at DannyDMac44 and on Instagram at DannyMcCray40. All right, man. I can't wait to see the footage of you catching some fish out there, climbing some I trees. I caught the fish, bro. I ain't seen no footage. They didn't the show footage, it. Man. When, you, when, you, when you saw us and our boat flipped What's over. What's up with that? When though? our boat flipped over? First two, first two I, episodes, I, you was. You, I had they, caught the fish. The man out there. No, they the had first, my boy on the. The first episode, <laughs> and then two, three, and. and then my man oh, gave the, the JG that. speech out there. Hey, pick your head up. It's going to be all right. I saw fight. Members. fight. I loved it. I saw a lot of clapping uh, on our team, and I also see, I still see my man JG out there clapping too. So JG yeah. got a win yesterday. Yeah. I got a win. Got a win. Damn, Sam Donald looked trash. I'm like, God, what? With Daniel Jones out there looking ten times better than Daniel Sam Jones Rose. had that. You see that that you catch know? my man had? Well, I'll I mean, say this. Uh, still worries me because Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson gonna have, they're gonna be begging Deshaun because oh, he's got a no oh, trade yeah. clause, mm. and Carolina wants him. Miami wants him. He's the only team he's approved of. Uh, of a deal so far, according to John McClain. I Miami. State tax free. Two played well, though. He did. He played play well yesterday. But uh, if I'm David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, I'm trying to get Sean here real quick. Hey, man, come on. So he could be off the team next year? <laughs> they ain't got no what weapons. They got, yeah, ain't no, what they got going what, what, on. What's man. Sam Darnold doing for you? Yeah, okay. man. Not a team. Not a team. I mean, but what you, but what you gonna give up to give, get Deshaun, though? Got to be a and then, not, and then not and then not three, be able to not be able to do three, nothing with it. Three first round picks is what they're saying, but hey, three. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Hey, look, if Daniel, hefty price. If Daniel Snyder can get off and, and and not get caught, and Bob Kraft cannot get oh, caught. Oh, speaking of the eBay, how they not find no? Come on, man. They done went say, through six hundred and fifty and ain't find nothing. I mean, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm out there like you <laughs> 650, know, thousand. <laughs> ain't find nothing. I'm Deshaun John Gruden over there, hot right I'm now. I'm up there like Nino Brown. <laughs> I got a list of owners' names. <laughs> I'm going down, taking a whole lot of people in the NFL with me. Hey, he got some Let money, me play. He got money, but he ain't got that much. Yeah, that's long <laughs> bread. Them, 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 them dudes you named. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is very true. Yeah. This is that's long bread. Barry Church, Danny McCray, Chris Bean, Will back there. Everybody a part of DallasCowboys.com to make this happen. I'm Dewey Scruggs. We will chat with you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!